Welcome back, everybody. I'm Father Justin Waltz. And I'm Father Josh Waltz. And we are the Sons, Sons of Thunder. Thunder. We're going around the, the world, world in 60, 60 seconds. Judge allows Nick Sandman to sue NBC for $270 million. Federal judge rules the pro-life teen Nick Sandman defamation suit against NBC Universal can proceed after an encounter at last year's March for Life. We're behind you, Sandman. Trudeau wants more euthanasia, even as laws are already being abused. Canada's liberal government have announced that one of the first priorities will be more death by lethal injection. Yo, don't move to Canada if you're old. <clears throat> Father James Martin touts blasphemous image of Jesus as a homosexual. Father James Martin, a Jesuit, chose to share a ma- painting drawn from a series of blasphemous homoerotic works depicting the life of Jesus as if he were a gay man. Could somebody please excommunicate this man? The world watched more than 500,000 years of porn in 2016. In 2016, 16 people watch more than accumulated 500 years of pornography on Pornhub. 500,000 years, and we got some problems. New statue of Our Lady of Victory to be erected atop the new chapel of Bismarck, North Dakota. Today, the new Victory, Our Lady of Victory statue was erected atop the beautiful new chapel at St. Mary's Central High School. And that's the topic for Catholic Lives Matter. All right. We got DJ Gerald Vetter with us this morning. The president of Light of Christ to talk with us about all the great things that are happening at Light of Christ. This is awesome. What an amazing day. Yeah. Absolutely amazing day. You know, years ago I was in Africa doing mission work in our African mission and this African uh, student was sitting next to me and he said, we were just sipping tea and he said, this is a really beautiful moment in life. And that, I don't know why it struck me, but that those words every now and then come to mind. I think they were spoken to the Holy Spirit. And as we were standing there, and I'm just resting uh, in really the grace of the holiness of this moment, I thought to myself, this is a really beautiful moment in life. And I turned to the bishop and, and I said, I said those very words. And Bishop, you know, whispered under his breath as, as we were saying the rose. He said, yes, it is, Justin. Yes, right. it is. And I thought, Amen. when Jesus gets his way, uh, this type of beautiful thing, beautiful things happen. And you can feel it in the kids. And I was thinking to myself, it's not just, you know, the seniors that are going to be leaving. Huh. It's the first graders that are there from around the city. And as we're praying that rosary all the way uh, through the rosary, every prayer, every one of those kids knew, you could feel uh, the level of unity and holiness here. And I, you know, at the end of the day, you know, raising money, building contracts, the uphill battle that it is, that's that's what it's all about, and that's what's being accomplished here in this school. Yeah, I think I had the best view of, the, of everybody, because for a moment there I was, you know, welcoming everyone, and I looked out, and in the courtyard, you know, um, you say 1,400 students. A sea of children. <laughs> a, sea, a sea of students, and then visitors, um, the, the chaplains from every Catholic school in the diocese were there. Obviously, you're both alumni, so, yeah. I mean... Awesome. Uh, the delegate to the bishop and, you know, the vocation director, you know, that it, it's neat. And then Bishop Kagan's right there, you know, a little chilly like the rest of us. It was awesome. And, and, and I think, too, to reflect back on everything that our teachers have done, everything that our administrators have done, our board, in, in making this a reality, not only just for this high school, but what it's done for our, for our parishes and what this has done mm-hmm. for all of our schools. It, it has united, and, and it, it's made us. It made it's made us more pure. It's made us more um, 
um, more powerful in how we can evangelize and be a witness for um, for our church. It's awesome. Well, and when you do projects like this, you know, there's the exterior project itself, but like everything in the church, everything is an exterior sign of an invisible reality. It's sacramental. And I cannot help. There have been so many major events in this diocese over the last two or two, three months with your uh, what is it, your cousin, Bishop Vetter? First cousin and classmate. And classmate mm-hmm. that uh, just was ordained, the Bishop of Helena, my, my chaplain and, and uh, first pastor as well, wonderful man, uh, to the opening of this school, now the crowning of the chapel, that there are graces that are being unleashed, as you said today, for the next 140... 141 years. 41 years. Mary, Mary's been our patron for 141 years. That's what I was gonna, imagine another 100... I mean, that's almost 300 years from the time the school is open till it will be long dead and gone, but how many kids are going to be, you know, uh, have tremendous confessions in that chapel? How many kids are going to have could even deeper conversions, receive their vocations? Mm. Who knows, maybe in the future, married there, buried there, like universities function, uh, and, and, and what a moment of history that was just accomplished and to be that generation chosen by God, you know, that is able to, to be a part of that work. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's humbling. It really, really is. You know, I'm, I'm a product of, of Catholic education. I've, you know, started teaching in Catholic education in 1989 and, you know, it's, it's really been, there's been great changes. I mean, (laughs) yeah, you've seen, you've seen the whole gamut. It it has. And, you know, and looking out today, it was, it it, it was, it was a moment of, of good, of of good pride. Yeah. You know, it really, really was. And, and I think today, you know, um, when we dedicated the, the school back in August, you know, Bishop Kagan gave us a beautiful sacred heart of Jesus. And what, what's so neat is, you know, and I, and I, and I mentioned on that, in that day that, our entire lives, we should be walking towards Jesus, you know, the sacred heart mm-hmm. of Jesus. And what's neat is when I come up here sometimes, I see students coming through the courtyard right in the center, and they touch the base right. of, of, that, of that statue. And now today, you know, when you look up and you can see the mother of Jesus, oh. our, our blessed mother. <laughs> I mean, those are, those are powerful reminders, right? Because sometimes we, we, you know, be, when you're driving down the highway, we become very, very secularized and... But boom, I just, I just keep thinking face. of all the airplanes coming oh, in. They're, <laughs> yeah. they're just going to see that beautiful gold. Well, right. If you're moving to Bismarck yeah. and you're like, what, what school is, is yeah. that? Yeah. No, I, <laughs> probably seeing what the, church is. The little Notre Dame is yeah. what we should nickname it. Yeah. And, and, you know, on every level is so important. You know, what the kindergartners learn. You know, our pre-K-3, pre-K-4, yeah. what the kindergarten, first grade. It is just all a gradual, continual um, a process of learning. And then we go out and live it and we, we go out and serve. <clears throat> But I, I it's love awesome. The, I love the. I mean, I, I'm sure it was planned this way. But even like the theological significance of where these statues are. So, <clears throat> you know, you have Jesus is is di- directly at the heart, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So saying that Christ is the center of our school, and then you have Mary up above as kind of the the patroness overseeing yeah. and and protecting and mediating. Mm-hmm. It's just really cool how they, and and there's just everything about the brand new school is really awesome how they mm-hmm. how it was laid out and planned out such a high level of intentionality and deliberate you know deliberateness that, that's catholic though it is because if you look at any other school they're built for utility right mm-hmm. it's utilitarian biggest possible space so, be- some of our churches are mm-hmm. built <laughs> right 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 beauty isn't really included <laughs> so it's the warehouse well you know and it's interesting because bishop kagan uh when we had our convocation talked about um pope paul's um 
uh, words to us in 1975, which were images will become or images are becoming more and more important than words. Right. You know, and in the world that we live in, it is images, images, images. And this was even before this was before, you know, music videos. Yeah, you know, right. right? So, Paul, Paul, holy cow, you know, what a visionary. But images are important, and, and how you lay things out are, is important because it needs to be deliberate. And, okay. and it's, it's just like the Mass, you know, it is, it, it is formed in such a way that it leads you to the most important sacrament that we can receive every day. Lex Credande, Lex Credande. I couldn't yeah. think, you know, when back, what was it, like four, I always get that wrong. <coughs> the Lex Arandi, Lex Credande. Yeah, the law of prayer is the law of faith. Mm-hmm. But, you know, even when they tr- retranslated the Mass a few years ago and they tightened that up, like from that point on, even though it was a major transition for everybody, but I think just like having people praying on a deeper level has brought so many people into a deeper conversion. Mm. And we were talking about this earlier on the show, but, it, it, you know, and here we're really seeing it in the Diocese of Bismarck, but the light of Christ, no pun intended, is really beginning to shine again. You know, you talk about the history of Catholic Ed, and we've spoke about this on the show before, but, you know, 95, 98, mm-hmm. I mean, those were way different. If, and if there's any listeners out there, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to include all Catholic schools in this because I'm a 95 grad from St. Mary's, and I don't beat around the bush at it, even though I'm, the, you know, the delegate of Catholic Ed. <clears throat> but it was not really that Catholic back then. You know, and, and I mean, I was given a rock my junior year and told to confess my sins to the rock and go throw it in the Missouri River if I didn't want to go to confession. Mm-hmm. So over the last 10 to 15 years, it is not even, I mean, a lot of us who were in those days that wanted, a, you know, later on having conversions that wanted a deeper reality in all three of our Catholic schools, and we talked to, talked to chaplains around the country in which this same thing is happening. If you th- went through Catholic ed and you're like, well, that wasn't much of a Catholic education, forget about it and come back and take a new look because yes. you would be surprised. Not only has the renovation of the school happened, but the renovation of everything has happened. We have, I can speak in the Diocese of Bismarck, and I know Gerald is a humble man who doesn't like me saying things like this, but we have a diocesan administrative team that is second to none. These people are totally connected to Jesus. They love Christ. They're people of prayer. And they love the students entrusted to their care, and they are providing not only an excellent academic education, but a human formation system with Christ at the center of it that is producing magnificent students. They are protected and loved in our schools. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and it it is. And, and you know, I I can't imagine. I mean, I you know, for so long, I think we were we were afraid to evangelize. Exactly. And, and I think what's happened is you planted the seeds, and even the you know the eighties and nineties. Okay, maybe not the best years, right? Right. But there was a seed planted. Absolutely. And then what do they? What does that do? At a time of your life when when you need to fall back on something, you fall back on your faith, and maybe you have to get rattled and shaken a bit, or even hit rock bottom. Yeah. I, I got to yeah. say that because even during that time, seven priests came out. <laughs> I know that's what's yeah. so. Which, but that's. Oh, no. I mean, we were taught by a bishop, and then mm. Monsignor Tom Richter. Came, you know, so it was like those two guys were so powerful that I really thought. It was my ninth grade religion class. <laughs> I was just getting yeah, to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I think what's neat now is we've seen the students go home yeah. and evangelize because because oh, yeah. what do parents always ask? What did you do today in school? Well, if you can talk a little bit about what happened when you were praying or when you were in religion class, exactly. And I think the parents are like, oh my, I don't know if I even understand that. Or to have a family say that our child changed our lives, our family life, because we now pray before meals. And that child, you know, was a kindergartner right, yeah. who told mom and dad, hey, aren't we going to pray that's before ev- we eat? That's evangelism. That's and evangelism. Generation X is not afraid of that no. in a certain sense. They never heard a lot of it. So that's, 
A wrap for Catholic Lives Matter. Everyone, we want to thank Mr. Gerald Vetter for the work he's doing here and Keep all of the beautiful things uh, that are happening in Catholic education. Hopefully, they're happening in your area, too. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Real Presence Live this morning, the Sons of Thunder show. We have had uh, an, another unbelievable moment of revelation in which the light is shining, everyone. Do not get discouraged, We just Jesus. keep winning. We just keep winning, <laughs> and we can continue to win in the name of Jesus when we all come together as Catholics opening our hearts to Christ sacramentally so that the Lord can get his way. And if you're in the Bismarck-Mandan area, or for that matter, Western North Dakota, we want to invite everybody just to swing in and take a look uh, at what happens when Jesus and the Blessed Virgin Mary get their way. They are enthroned in St. Mary's Central High School, as they should be. We just had the unveiling of that beautiful statue, which is a replica of the Notre Dame Basilica uh, here in our own country. So I, I just came up with this nickname for the new St. Mary's Central High School. I'm going to call it the Little Notre Dame of the North. Uh, <laughs> so come on, the Little Notre Dame of the North, come on in and take a tour and reconsider Catholic education. If you don't have your kids in Catholic education, we want to make sure yeah, that we we're, uh, we're, give that a shot. We're more Catholic than the real Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is the Catholic Notre Dame of the North. <laughs> Folks, we love you all. We're playing for you all. We thank you for tuning in to the Sons of Thunder show. We will be on December 10th, and we're going to be coming to you live from Bishop Ryan High School in Minot, North Dakota. we got a bunch of kids we're going to be talking about. Myers-Briggs. Until then, I'm Father Justin Wolf. And I'm Father Josh Wolf. And we are the Sons of Thunder. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.